Welcome to Season 5 of the Shock Your Potential Podcast with your host, best-selling author and international speaker, Michael Sherlock. The Shock Your Potential Podcast is dedicated to entrepreneurs looking to up their game, increase their income, and scale their businesses to new heights. Shock Your Potential is a professional services company providing affordable services to small businesses, matching entrepreneurs with virtual assistants, and offering specialized leadership and sales training to companies around the world. Learn more today at shockyourpotential.com and listen in now to another motivating episode that will help you to shock your potential. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long, we are talking to some fierce and fabulous female entrepreneurs. Why? Because I want to talk to them and I want to know what they have to say and how it will make me better as well as you guys. Okay. You know, sometimes I'm greedy though. And my guest today is going to talk about things that make a difference to all of us. There's not anybody listening today who's not going to benefit from this discussion. So lean into it. Sherry McManus is with the Lou Everett Group, and they are known for their highly effective coaching, teaching, and speaking on the importance of, wait for it, wait for it. You know that I love this topic, personal growth and how it impacts our influence as a leader. I know some of you are like, Michael, why are we still talking about personal growth? Because you know we all have to do it, and it never stops. <laughs> but Sherry, with her husband, Lou, have more than four decades of combined experience in training, coaching, and leadership. And they've also received training and mentoring for uh, just a few of well-known names and successful coacher, coaches like, oh, you know, Tony Robbins, Zig Ziglar, Brian Tracy. Oh, I love Brian Tracy. Jack Canfield. I love all these guys. Paul Martinelli. And they are also certified John Maxwell coaches, trainers, and speakers. And you guys all know that I love John Maxwell incredibly. In fact, there's one of his books that I bought six different times because <laughs> I read so many things in the lines of it. And so joining me today to share some of this wisdom and inspiration is Sherry McManus. Thank you for being with us today. Hey, thank you so much. It's been fantastic getting connected with you. And I'm, I'm so excited. I agree. And I can't wait to talk because personal growth is one of my, you know, that's my like big thing. I always talk about, I tell people you all have a mirror. Okay. I know it's not a mirror. I know this is my right hand for those watching the video, but I always say, pretend your hand or left hand, it doesn't matter, is a mirror. And that gives you the chance to always, when you hit those tough times, turn around and look at it and say, okay, I got to recognize that because personal growth never stops. We always have to be aware of it. And to get better, we have to be able to go through sometimes some uncomfortable times, other times not so uncomfortable, but just as recognizing. So I can't wait to learn more. So I hit the highlights of your bio. Tell yeah. us a little bit more about you, your business, and how you guys help people to shock their potential. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. So my husband and I, you know, we uh, we are the Lou Everett Group and we are business and executive leadership coaches and corporate trainers. So what we really love and focus on is really help businesses and help small businesses and entrepreneurs alike, um, professionals to really achieve over 500% growth in their business and professional lives through our proprietary coaching system. Um, my husband and I have over 40 decades to combined experience because of our training, as well as being in a corporate environment. And we started our first business. Here's a fun fact for you oh since 2005. And it was about four months dating. <laughs> 
Oh man. Yes. So that's actually, I don't recommend that, but we were shortly dating, moved in and said, Hey, let's start a business. Oh my God. Recommend that. But uh, it really showed us a really great opportunity of like, wow, um, we can actually be business partners as well as having a relationship. So, so it really stemmed from way back then, but really our mission is transforming today's leaders. And that is our true passion. You know, when people um, think about personal growth and how that impacts them as a leader, you know, we've done a lot of, I think as a society, you know, just with the evolution of the Simon Sinek's of this world, for instance, talking about our whys and, you know, getting us to think about, you know, leaders eat last and (laughs) and a lot of these wonderful concepts, which I, uh, and talking about EQ and, you know, really we, I think there's never been a time where we've been more aware of the importance of those elements in being a leader. But I think sometimes we think about those elements just being a leader, and I'm using my air quotes, as like, oh, I lead people or I lead a team. But oftentimes that leadership is just of yourself. You know, your ability to grow your business or to take some of those tough steps or to, uh, frankly, to to lead yourself in a relationship or as a parent or as a, a child taking care of a parent. I mean, there's a lot of different ways. When people start to work with you, yes, they want to build their businesses, but that element of personal growth, does it, does it, how many times do people say, yes, I want that, but then you get into it and they're like, yeah, that sounded good, but I don't really, I don't really want that. I just want to have the money part. (laughs) All too often, all too often with folks. And it's funny that you mentioned that because, you know, as a leader, quote, you know, your air quotes there, it's true. We, you know, Unfortunately, people don't see themselves as a leader and it doesn't have to be the title. And that Mm -hmm. is the most important message that we said is that leadership is not a title. Leadership Mm -hmm. is influence, nothing more, nothing less. And Mm -hmm. you could be a a mom, a dad, a a single parent, you you know, taking care of an elderly, uh, you know, parent. I mean, it doesn't matter. You're still using your influence for the greater good. That's right. that's the ultimately what we want. You know, you want that. You really do. Um, we all have influence if it's negative or positive. Well, let's use that for the positive. Right. And I think that that, you know, I told you a little bit, you know, before we, we have a great following, um, but a lot of my followers have had really great and positive corporate careers and now are transitioning. Either they still have a side hustle or they're trying to transition into, um, you know, true, full, not true, but full entrepreneurship. Um, Or some of them are still, you know, working in that corporate world too, but just really trying to make themselves better. But regardless, especially when you are having changing environments. So let's say you're still in corporate and, and now you have a team that's, that's, uh, uh, you know, partly remote or it's, you know, hybrid or it's going all remote or you're going all back in. Those are changes. If you're, you know, changing what you're doing with your business or you're trying to grow and adapt, there's change all around us, but the one constant is us and, you know, how we change really makes an impact. Do you, you know, when people are sitting here listening, going, yeah, that sounds great, but I don't know that I can, I don't know if I can do those things that would lead to 500% growth. How do you help people gain the confidence to see that sometimes incremental steps will get you where you want, even if you don't believe it in the beginning? Mm-hmm, absolutely. And I, I wholeheartedly believe it is that's where the self-limiting talk comes in, self-limiting beliefs come in. And this isn't anything new, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we, we hear about this quite frequently, but we but it's true. Um, we we talk to ourselves more frequently, either out loud or in our heads, more than anybody else during the day. 
Think Absolutely. about it. And it's it's important of what we put in into our minds and our thoughts. And, you know, what we thought and we believe is what we believe, if it's positive mm-hmm. or negative. So yeah. we have to be so intentional of what we put in our minds, what we read, who we put ourselves around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jim Rohn, I love the quote, we're the average of the five people yeah. that we are around. And the yeah. more I dive deep into personal development, the more that is resonates. And that's, that's mm-hmm. so true. Um, yeah. We have to cut off people where they need to be cut off. Be like, you know what? It's not, it's doing a disservice. I'm being, I'm feeling my energy being drained. We yeah. need to be around people that are not only, you know, happy go lucky and rainbows and sunshine, but we need to have uplifters to tell us the truth and to be authentic with mm-hmm. in what we're doing and be like, no, you can do this. You, yeah. But you can have 50 people tell you you're fabulous, but if you don't believe it, it doesn't matter. So yeah. that's why that self-worth and that personal development, again, just to, to look inward is so, so dire. Even if it's just reading a book and then applying it, learn a little bit, do a little bit. And that's one of my great mentors have shared with us and, and still do that. Yeah, I I had somebody that I interviewed for the podcast a year ago, February, in our Lead with Love series. And she said something that has stuck with me ever since. And she said, we would never speak to anyone that we love the way that we speak to ourselves in our heads where no one can hear but us. And I'm like, wow, so true. So what words are we using and what impact does that have not only on our sense of self-worth, but our ability to achieve big things? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's why it's so important. Something I have learned through other mentors too, is that soon again, being back to that intentionality of, and reading and looking, why do you, why do you think people do vision boards? Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's in our subconscious. Mm -hmm. It's making the unconscious conscious. So put the sticky notes in, you know, in your, in your bathroom, in, in, on your phone, um, on your mirror, when you get ready in the morning and put three things that mm. and and affirmations there's two different things you can do affirmations or you can even do your goals too you know no mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a laundry list but something that's important mm-hmm. or as simple as what is my why why what is mm-hmm. my purpose what is my why what is your nor- what is your north star and that's why you wake up yeah. every day as frustrating mm-hmm. as it can be like why am i doing this why i'm an entrepreneur ah where am i you know and trust me the the blood sweat and tears literally right and you're like why yeah. am i doing this and then you realize once you have that in front of you that is your north star that is why i'm doing it and it makes a difference i love it i just actually did with my team a couple of days ago i had them do an i am and i will statements and I said, I want the, and just related to business. And I said, I want the I am statement to be at least three sentences. I mean, they don't have to be big sentences. They could be two words or three. Well, I guess three, cause you have to, I am whatever, <laughs> but I want, I want little three different things. Like I am courageous. I am, you know, I am motivating. I am whatever. And I want those three things that you really actually believe and see in yourself that I am. But then I want you to think about what you will do to continue to make yourself better over this next quarter for yourself, for your team in business. And, you know, we talked about our personal lives too, but I said in this case, so I want those three statements of, I will be things that you will work on, but that you you are sharing with your teammate. I will make my deadlines. I will. And one of the ones I said is I will take more time to do more direct training with the people on my team who need it immediately. 
because that's one thing that I realized in the last six months that I haven't done very well with my team, because as I got busier with other things in the company, I didn't take a lot of the time I needed to stop when people needed just my expertise. And by writing it down that I am, it boosts your positivity, but the I will gives you direction of of where you're going to go and makes you, when you're looking at it every day, makes you accountable to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I learned from my mentor mentor um, that that we need to do a mental floss. And I, oh, that's always stuck with me ever since. I I, that. Yeah, we have to do a mental floss. We have to retrain our thoughts, retrain what we're doing. And, you know, the, if we keep doing the same things over and over again, and it's not giving us the results, then we have mm. to to be honest with ourselves and be like, well, what can I change? And it doesn't have to be drastic. In the fitness industry, it's the same way. You don't have to be something drastic. Don't go from not working out at all to, you know, (laughs) working out five days a week or seven days a week. That's ridiculous. You know, and then a week later, you're like, oh, I'm sore. See, you know, and then we get got that confirmation of like, oh, see, it's not meant for me. No, no, no. You got to do a little bit at a time. If you never worked out before, do it one day a week, you know, for 30 minutes. You know, yeah. 10 minutes, take a walk, you know, you know, Long close, block. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, you got, and that's what you got to do in businesses too. And that's what you also have to think about as an entrepreneur, because it's a journey. It's not yeah. a straight and narrow path. And something that's really important too, that I have learned in the entrepreneurship journey is that obviously it's not a, a, a straight line. It's just not, you know, we know that there's hills and valleys and that's Okay. But what I really learned is is that you do have to enjoy the journey of it. You got to take a moment. You got to take your small wins as through through your milestones, even if it's not quite a milestone yet, take those wins. Mm -hmm. And when I do something, and I really strongly encourage it for your audience too, is that do a reflection every day. Mm -hmm. Again, I learned that from my mentors. I've been doing it for over two years. And I just, there's some days that I put it on my calendar at five o'clock and I'm like, oh, I'm too busy. But but you know what? I do it because I feel- What a perfect way to end the day. Exactly. And because you can get so caught up in the day-to-day activities that you realize going, what the heck did I do? Right. So if you have that reflection- Either you're a paper and pen person. I have it on a, on a, on a just a word document folder, and yeah. I put I put a few things. What are my wins? What am, what did I learn? Who did I give value to? And what am I going to do better for the next day? Ah, oh, beautiful. I love that. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I love it. And we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that too after the break. I can't wait to dive a little deeper in that. So we're going to take a quick break, Sherry, and hear from our sponsor for the month, and we will be right. Are you a highly sensitive individual? If you are, you are part of the 20% of people whose nervous system is wired to take in more stimulation than others. This can feel overwhelming trying to get by through coping and stuck in your shadows instead of your strengths. But it doesn't need to be that way. You can learn to be in charge of yourself physically, spiritually, and financially in a way that honors your highly sensitive self. Heather Dominic is the founder of businessmiracles.com, and she's been training highly sensitive entrepreneurs and leaders since 2010 to do things differently by working less and making more of a social impact and a higher income. Whether you've been in business for years or are just starting out, highly sensitive entrepreneurs are sick of trying to, usually secretly, manage overwhelm and other ways your highly sensitive nervous system tends to hijack and work against you. Now you're ready to learn how to be comfortable in your highly sensitive skin 
to create your work and life to match who you truly are so you can work less while making more impact and income. I should know, as a super uber highly sensitive entrepreneur myself, working with Heather and her team has changed my life and my businesses. To learn more, please use our affiliate link in the show notes or reach out to the Business Miracles team and tell them you heard about them from the Shock Your Potential podcast. Every listener who joins the Business Miracles program in 2022 will receive a selection of five best-selling books from our Shock Your Potential bookstore authors. Leading as a highly sensitive entrepreneur is a mindset to hold and an energy to embody. To lead means to show someone the way to be in charge of. As a highly sensitive entrepreneur, this starts with learning how to be in charge of yourself first and your purpose second. And we are back with Sherry McManus and we were already diving down to, you know, what you've learned as an entrepreneur. And I love that you're absolutely right. It is not a straight journey. It is an up and down all around. There's road bumps, there's potholes, there's great times. Um, and they're all a part of it, but I love the fact that you talk about enjoying the journey. I love the reflection on the day. Um, I try to do that as well. In fact, I just got another, I, I know it's kind of goofy, but I, um, I've done different, like three of, uh, John Lee Dumas's, I think maybe four of his freedom journals. And I just got a new one. He kind nice. of changed it. I'm not plugging his thing, but I just got yeah. it because I just love the format of this when I have a big a big thing that I'm tackling. I just love, I'm, I'm a total paper on pen kind of person, <laughs> mm-hmm. paper, paper on pen, pen on paper kind yeah. of person. I don't know what I am. Um, but uh, it's, but part of his thing too, is having that reflection. So, you know, you guys have been entrepreneurs for a while, especially since you were dating for four weeks, which <laughs> yeah. cracks me up. Yeah. Yeah. A couple months. And then, you know, and <laughs> talk about putting a relationship to the fire right away. Um, but you know, and you shared some things already, but you know, what, what else have you learned on your entrepreneurial journey that you've really, you know, either said, okay, look, I've learned this and I learned it the hard way. I've got it. I knew we had to change, or maybe I learned this. I had to lean into this because it's become something that's really powerful for me. Um, cause a lot of my listeners are like, okay, the days that it's tough and you feel lonely, especially if you're a solo entrepreneur, you know, it's important to know that you're not alone and the the ups and downs that you have are not uh, unique to you, even though it feels like a time. So, you know, what are some other revelations that you've had over the time? Yeah, there's just so many to pick from. I'm trying to narrow it down in my head, you know, because there's so much yeah. I want to share. Like, you know, once you're going through this journey and want to share that and to really lean in onto, um, you know, on this podcast, there, there really is. Um, I think a couple of things. Well, one I'll start with is that, being an entrepreneur is that that I the revelation that helped me because you know your listeners are coming from what's what you mentioned before they're coming from maybe a corporate America mm-hmm. working for someone else and then they're finally like you know what I want to do things on my own and starting their own business it's not so easy right there's mm-hmm. not so much structure yes you could be your own boss but what does that look like then you mm-hmm. start you know leaning in onto your strengths which is great but then you go back to those old habits that you learned in corporate America that you may or may not like, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, I, for one, because of poor leadership and poor management and landed in the ICU and the burn center for oh. 10 days with a rare disease. So oh. I get it. So we don't want to have that 
filters back into maybe your new position and your new right. and, ha- and have employees. What can I do to not make sure I don't have a toxic work environment? Mm-hmm. So the biggest thing that that I that I learned, or one of the things is that being a business, having the mindset of being a business owner versus an employee. You're not an employee. Right. This is not your baby. Hate to break it to y'all, but do not look at your business as your baby. <laughs> and that was that was kind of the hard truth. It was like now, thankfully, my husband and we never looked at this this particular business that we do now um, as a baby. We we you, you look at it as a machine. You're building the machine as you're going, and you're tweaking it and refining it to make it more run smoothly. So my biggest takeaway is really. You are a business owner. You are the CEO of your company that is running a business, whatever your trade or service may be. Mm-hmm. So for us, it's a coaching business. So we are not coaches running a business. We are a business owner running mm-hmm. a coaching business, even mm-hmm. though we are the coaches. <laughs> right, exactly. But you got to think, and that was a total mind shift to me. I'm like, you know what? I got to stop thinking like an employee. I have yeah. to be that 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 one to be in control now. And what do I need to get there? Right. So now it's like, okay, well, what do I need to do? Well, that's where the personal development comes in, you know, grab Mm -hmm. onto people that are ahead of you in business. They don't have to be in the same industry necessarily, but a lot of the, the, the hills and valleys and and mountains that you got to climb are very similar. Everybody has, you know, imposter syndrome. I can't tell one person that, that doesn't. And if they say they don't, they're full of crap, right? Totally lying, totally lying, right? I think we all have been to like, how am I going to pay rent, right? Mm-hmm. How am I going to pay rent for them when it's like, when I need these customers, I need my client, I need clients, right? Mm-hmm. I think we all have been those struggles. I'll be honest mm-hmm. with you. I mean, it's been very, you know, hard for us at times. And there's, there's some lulls and I'll be vulnerable here is that we didn't know how to pay our rent. Mm-hmm. There's times in our business. And it mm-hmm. was a scary time. You know, yeah. my mom's like, are you going to be out in the street? I go, I don't know. Right. You know, of course, she was, you know, up, you know, upset and, and scared for us, of course. Yeah. But we, we managed to, to figure it out. But it's, that's some scary times. Yeah. But if I can walk away from that and say, well, what did we learn and what not to do? Be like, I'm never going to get down that. Time. What do we need to right. safeguard? What 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 things do we need to put in place? So we're not to that dire need again. Right. And it's scary. Absolutely. It's scary. Well, and, you know, a couple of the, gosh, you had so many comments that <laughs> that uh, resonated with me. But when I just besides you're not an employee and it's not your baby, which I think mm-hmm. is really important mm-hmm. because then sometimes people get so I mean, there's sometimes uh, I was just speaking with a friend of mine who started a business and we talked a lot about the business because she retired. She started a business, um, a great concept. But, you know, as we talked about it, I kept asking her, you know, is this viable? Are you doing this because, you know, you can or because you need to or should or or because it's really going to serve you? And I just and this has been about a year, I think. And and she just talked. We talked the other day and she said, you know, I made the decision to shut it down. And I said, I'm really glad. And not that you shut it down, but I'm really glad to hear you say it because you said it with peace. And your piece was like, this isn't a pride thing for me anymore. It's because, you know what? The business actually does have merit, but the effort I would have to put in it in my life to make it, you know, really what it needs to be is not what I want to do in my life right now. And that was, I was really impressed with her decision on that. But the other thing you said that I thought 
I just really want to mention is that so many times working for other people, we talk about toxic work environments. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to leave that company because they're a toxic work environment. And I'm not saying that that's not true because that happens. And there's a lot of environments like that, but you can be a solopreneur and you can create a toxic work environment for yourself by, to your point, working yourself to the bone, getting yourself so upset, you're sick, putting yourself in financial jeopardy, you know, when there's other ways to go about that. We can create our own toxic work environments in an effort to try and create something better. And the only way to, to avoid that or get out of it is raised awareness and personal growth. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're getting deep, folks. We're getting deep. <laughs> I love it. Let me ask you one last question before we kind of get near the end here. And that is, sure. you know, if somebody is listening today and they're thinking, you know, I haven't chosen a coach yet to work with, but I know that I need one because I think that's a lot of cases. I know what I I need one. I'm not sure if I want to. I'm not sure if I want the expense. I'm not sure about all those things. Um, And I was there before I picked my coach without a doubt. Um, But I always knew I needed one. But somebody sitting there and they're like, hmm, I don't know. Maybe this is the, this is the group I need to work with. You know, what are, what are the first what are the first things, what would you say to that person who's just thinking and saying, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe I want to talk to him, but I still don't know, you know, because maybe I'm not ready to do all that. What I'm sure you get people at that point in time. How do you, how do you help them make some decisions? Yeah. So that's, you know, I think, I think at some point, especially as you're going through this entrepreneurship journey, you know, you get to that point where like, you're going to get to that limit. You really are. You can't tell me that you're not. Everybody's going to get to a limit, whatever it may be. But you have to look at personal development or even growth as an ongoing journey, first off, and that we need people. We can only lead at the level of our own development. So mm-hmm. if you're telling others to be with you for whatever your, your trade or service, whatever it is, but you're not growing or you're not learning new skill sets, how are they going to look at that? right? Mm. You're telling others to invest in you, but you can't invest in yourself. And that mm. is a big thing. You got to, and you can't look at it as a money thing. You have to look at it as a, a, an investment, right? Just like we put equity in our homes, right? Mm-hmm. That's a long-term investment. Um, yes. Cars, yeah, I know. When, and then they get off the lot, they kind of de- depreciate, <laughs> but you could still manage that and you could still, it's a long-term because some people look at it as a legacy, look at it for their children. Well, I'm going to keep right. good care of it because I'm going to pass it down to so-and-so. Right. So you got to think of it that we're so quick to, to do that, but we forget to do it about ourselves. So yeah. that is the biggest thing that we've come across with as well as solo entrepreneurs is that they have to get the mind mind switch to be you're only limited. You're limiting yourself. We're the only human beings. We're the only ones in the world that limit ourselves. Yeah. We're the only ones. And we got to change that. And it's the level of awareness going, imagine that you could be this. Where's your big, you know, what's your, your BHAG, right? As in corporate yeah. world, what's your, what's yep. your big vision? Well, how are you going to get there? Yep. Right. If you keep doing it here and you're limiting, well, of course you're not going to get there. Right. right. So being being around people, being a mentor, if you're looking for a coach, we have five coaches. Don't be ashamed and you have to be locked into one coach. You right. know, the average Olympian has about nine coaches. Oh, that's a great stat. Yeah. 
I found that out recently. I was like, no way. But then again, I look back and I go, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, same thing with with the greats of basketball, Michael Jordan. He had multiple coaches, different facets of our life. So don't be afraid if you're picking someone as a coach and like, oh, the money. Yeah, but that's going to come back tenfold. And I suggest too, when you do find a coach or want to find a coach, is that you go through a couple of them. You know, mm-hmm. try out a few. I mean, trying out meaning have a conversation with them because yes. every personality is going to be a little different. Yes. Reach out to us. My husband and I, we have clients that he has that click with him. I have clients that click with me. And then we yep. actually have clients that we work together because it's a male and female energy. And mm-hmm. it just gives a really nice wholeness depending yeah. on, on, on the client. And, and we call them partners of ours because yeah. we see them on their journey. So I strongly suggest to, you know, reach out a couple different ones and just be like, you know, I really had a great, great connection with that person. Fantastic. Move forward with that a little bit at a time. Yeah. Yeah, And that's a great point that you don't have to go with the first person that you talk to, even though you may come back to that person. I mean, you know, it's just like, you know, that that's a relationship. And I think it's really interesting because when I started featuring more people doing business coaching um, on my podcast, it was all of a sudden it dawned on me. I'm, I'm basically interviewing for my coach right? because I knew I needed one, but I hadn't found the right one. And when I found the right one, it was like, oh, well, this is clear. This is clear. But I interviewed like 250 beforehand. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. advise taking that many. Right, right, right. Just listen to my podcast and you'll get, you know, some of that pre-interview done. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's a great point is that it needs to be a match, it needs to be matched for who you are and what you want to accomplish. But I am a huge proponent of to take your business to the next level. You have to take yourself to the next level. And that means that somebody else has to give you that um, distant view that we don't always have when we're too myopic in, in our day to day. Exactly. Exactly. You have to step out of the picture so you can see the whole. So it's, it's, yeah, it's amazing. And that's another great mindset as well to really think about. We're so in the day to day. We're so in the grind. That's so small that we got to stop. So it doesn't make ourselves sick to step yeah. away. And maybe you need that. And that's why my husband and I, we have that. He's the visionary and I have to kind of bring it back down a little bit, you know, <laughs> uh, and we get ahead of ourselves sometimes, but he can see that, you know, and that's fantastic. That's a really great strength. And yeah. I can pull the trigger. I'm like, you give me a plan, I'll pull the trigger and let's yeah. do it. Let's make it happen. But Absolutely. we got to, we got to do that. You got to step out. And we have a whole story around that maybe for next time is to step out of your sleeping bag. Cause we had a client yeah. that literally had to step out of the sleeping bag to realize, you know, if I just would have switched this the other way around, I wouldn't be so cold. I wouldn't be <sighs> so the wind was coming in a direction. Yeah. <laughs> what a so, great visual. Yeah. So it was just like, so, so we've created a whole, whole uh, story about that a true story. And oh, we got it. We, so we got to step out of that picture. We got to step out of that sleeping bag. So you can just mm-hmm. look at that whole thing. So I important. love it. Excellent stuff, Sherry. And we're going to have all your contact information on our show notes. Um, But just in case somebody wants to look you up right now, because they're like, I think maybe this is where I need to start my uh, my interviewing. What's (laughs) the best way for them to reach you? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, reach out on our, our website, loueverettgroup.com. I'm also on LinkedIn, so uh, LinkedIn, as well as Facebook and Instagram. So reach out. Love to have a conversation with you. Excellent. Sherry, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice from us (laughs) listeners and viewers? 
Right. I can't stress enough on investing in yourself by personal development. And, you know, and my, and, and Michael's here, she, she'll, she'll share this until she's blue in the face, but she's absolutely <laughs> right. And if you want to know what that's about, reach out to either one of us, right? Think about it. You can only lead at the level of your own development. You know, mm-hmm. it's like wrapping a present perfectly and then never giving it to someone. So another great visual. You yeah. are so, you've got a lot of great imagery. I'm like, wow, that makes sense. But it looks so perfect. I don't it's want right. anybody to I don't want anybody to have it. Right. Right. It's like I don't want to give it out. Right. It's like, why do that? Why do that? You know, we oh. owe it to ourselves to share that out. So why not? You know, little it. steps. <laughs> Excellent. Sherry, thank you so much. You've been a great guest. Lots of great positive energy behind it. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today. <laughs>